Hi, this is Anya Marina, and you're listening to my synchronistic soul brother, Andras Jones, on Radio 8 Ball. Well, I really liked your theme song, and I don't want to discredit yours at all, and I don't think I could have copied the one you did. I, I really liked I liked your recording technique. I did. Mine, I just did, a, I put, took the words, okay? Okay. So don't be offended. Oh, no, no. no. Great. That was great, Steve. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Andres. And I, I like the I like the people you you invited you, you uh, the, the spirits monkeys. you invited in the monkeys and the and a bunch of baseball players. <laughs> Denny McLean, Ted Williams, Babe Ruth, and Tony Gwynn. That's, I figured Denny McLean. Yeah, that's the beginning of a fantasy team. It I'd, is. I'd be interested in being a part of. Denny McLean could deal coke to all the players. <laughs> in honor of the new the drug busts of all those <laughs> exactly. minor leaguers this, this yesterday. That's why I picked him. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to an episode from the Radio 8 Vault. I'm your host, Andras Jones. Here's what my colleagues at Beyond Yacht Rock might call a bone throw to feral audio. A couple of months back, I did a bunch of musical divinations using the Radio 8 Ball app with my fellow feral podcasters. You can download the Radio 8 Ball app from the Google Play Store and pretty soon from iTunes. Anyway, here's one of the musical divinations I did with Matt Bronger of Ding Donger fame, in which I think I can safely say his mind was thoroughly blown. Recorded on September 15th, 2017, here it is from the Radio 8 Vault, your daily dose of musical synchronicity with Matt Bronger.
And welcome back to Radio 8 Ball. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting these randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. For our Oracle fodder today, we are addressing the new Radio 8 Ball app filled with every song that's ever been recorded in the history of Radio 8 Ball. And we are joined for this segment by one of my fellow feral podcast hosts, the amazing Matt Bronger of Ding Donger with Matt Bronger. Hello, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. It's great having you here. Yeah. So uh, I, uh, I've, I've had a chance to listen to a few of the Ding Dongers. Okay. I really enjoy them. Thank you. I'm, I, I'm learning from every podcast host that I'm listening to. <laughs> and, uh, and I was also looking forward to having you in here because you're a fellow Northwesterner. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Portland. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. That's where I grew up. Which is why you're representing with a Michigan friend. Well, this, oh t-shirt. yeah, this shirt. I'm wearing a shirt for the listeners uh, at home. Uh, it's, it just says Michigan friend uh, in the. Because uh, everyone in Oregon is friend of well, people from Michigan. Th- this is this is my favorite uh, hilariously sad shirt because uh, I, I I work as a comedian, so I go all over the place. And I was in Ann Arbor uh, with uh, with my gal, and we were in one of these giant you know mega stores with everything in it is University of Michigan and. There was a a, lo- a wall of T-shirts that said like Michigan mom, Michigan dad, Michigan son, Michigan cousin, <laughs> and then Michigan friend. Like not even a member of the family, just a friend, just a ah he's he's harmless. Let him come along to the game. You know Gary's fifty six and unmarried, and you know so it's just like it's just geniusly pathetic to you me. So think I had to the, get it. The family who's like okay, well, who gets the friendship because. <laughs> <laughs> he's really more of an acquaintance. Does he really? Yeah, go- does he? <laughs> he bought. Yeah, and that's more to the point. He's an acquaintance, and he bought it and showed up to hang <laughs> right. out with the family. They're like, right. ah, who's going to tell him he's not our friend? Right. This is going to be a horrifically <laughs> awkward moment. That's that's rough. That is rough. <laughs> so, so uh, I can't handle the... I, I still live in Olympia in the Northwest. Oh, do you? I still, yeah, I just come down for a week to do these. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I did I, not know that. I can't handle the seat. Oh, yeah. How yeah. do you deal? Um, you know, I've been here for 14 years, and, and I, I will say I did live uh, in Chicago for six years before I moved here. And so you have these, you know, it's oh, like yeah. a, a, a year of winter and then a couple months of just this. L.A., you're still thawing out well, from it, six it, years it, in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, that, that and also the, just the fetidly uh, humid summers of Chicago used to drive me insane. Cause you're right on a lake, and uh, it's just it's just that... That, that New York in the last week of August humidity for, like, about a month and a half. And, and so this at least, I hate to say it's ju- it's a dry heat, but at least it is a dry heat. And it's, um, I don't know, I've just kind of adjusted to it. I do, and, and I, I, I've come to kind of treasure the rain. Whereas when I was a kid, I used to kind of resent it. Now I it's that thing, don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, when you just, move, if you ever move back to the Northwest, that's because mm-hmm. now it's just like a dream day every time. Yeah, no, I know, I know. And that's what scares me about Portland now is you need to go back. People are like, the weather's so great. And I'm like, oh, yeah. it's not supposed to be like this. Climate change is real. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of scary stuff in Portland and the Northwest yeah. these days. But uh, I have, I just, maybe you can help me out because I'm new to the podcasting thing. Okay. Yeah. You got, you got any advice, podcaster to podcaster? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think what people are really looking for is just sincerity. I think people worry too much. The thing that drives me too crazy, drives me pretty crazy about listening to various podcasts is when you have, let's say, four or five people talking at once and they're all trying to be funny. Yeah. And just trying to fill the space. And it just, it just drives me nuts. I love it when, you know, someone like I, I'm a comedian, and 
one of the, the best things that can happen is when someone's doing a joke they've done a thousand times, they cut themselves off the middle and go, yeah, you know what? I fucking hate my kid. Like something real comes out. Yeah. And then the people are like, oh, now, yes, something real. So that's all. I think just, I mean, I hate, oh God, it's the oldest advice in the world, your, but just be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, it's, uh, I'm, but, uh, you know, as, as you, if you listen to the last episode that yes. we recorded, I'm a guy who can like start a fight with Tom Hanks. So being <laughs> myself doesn't necessarily. But that's good, man. That's good. I mean, I would rather that than you're just fawning over everyone and doing the Jimmy Fallon thing of everything's great and not to pick on Jimmy, but it's just like, Hey man, you know, as Andy Kindler said about him, it's like, everything can't be great, man. <laughs> Everyone can't be great. So, you know, I'd rather you be contentious than just, oh, I'm such a huge fan of your your work. Uh, what? Matt Bronger. Matt Bronger, <laughs> man. Yeah, there you are. Ah, boy. You know? Yeah, no, I just, I, I listened to I listened to three of them. Yeah, good. Wow. I listened you. to three of them. I, wanted, I, I appreciate that. I'm saving up the Tacoma one. Okay. I, I saw a Tacoma in the title, yeah. and I was like, oh, this is going to be good. You, yeah. There's... I'm surprised that you've been here for 14 years mm. because there is a gray, like when I'm, maybe it's just I'm projecting on it when I see sure. the Tacoma thing and uh-huh. I see the North, but there's a quality to what you're doing that has this <laughs> Northwestern gray to it. Yeah, well, thanks. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I, you know, I grew up in the Northwest and I uh, uh, was there, I'm sure, when you were that, you know, when it was genuinely off a little. Now it's kind of it's 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 very cool. It's very hip. It's, it's a gentrified off. Yeah, it's yeah. gentrified off. And when you know uh, Chuck Palahniuk wrote that great book, I'm forgetting the name about Portland about how it's just kind of a land of misfits. And I feel like you can expand that. And one thing I, one thing I talked about in um, in the Tacoma one is how uh, you know they say keep Austin weird, keep Portland weird. Those places are not that weird anymore. Tacoma's pretty freaking yeah. weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there are some pockets. I mean, I talk about yeah. walking by a. A forty-something uh, man with one tooth, still dressed, white guy, still dressed in hip hop gear, and I walked, and he gave me the most casual uh, 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 murder threat I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Because he's talking to someone and he's bitching about whatever, and I just walked by him, and he just without a without a second's hesitation swivels his head towards me and just goes, and I'll murder your ass too, and goes back <laughs> to talking to his friend. Just a casual threat of death. So it's, it's you know you don't get as much of that in Portland anymore. No, no the ca- the, the casual death threats. <laughs> no. drive, walk by dry death threats. Yeah, are, just the the dyed the wool weirdos yeah. that you don't. Uh, not not that I miss the the violent aggressive ones, but uh, you know you go to Portland. There's the Elvis is still there. If you ever saw Elvis, the 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 bearded man who looks nothing like Elvis but dresses like Elvis and sings Elvis songs. And has oh, big this, coke this, bottle glasses. You know, I, I, I'm not even going to pretend that I know what you're talking about. He's, he's, he, you'll see him wandering in Old Town Portland. You know, it, he'd be comparable to like that guy that rollerblades around in Venice, right? You know, with his guitar. It's, it's, it's he's a mainstay, kind right. of Thing, but those are kind of dying out and being, you know, as you said, gentrified, gentrified out. I could have. I, I've, there's so many Portland things that I'd love to talk with you mm-hmm. about. Uh, but I, I, I do feel like I want to get to our question. Let's do, it. Do, do you have an idea what your what your question for the Pop Oracle is? Yeah, um, I uh, am thinking with the well, like a lot of people, I'm feeling on a daily basis com- uh, constantly bombarded by information because of access, because of um, because of technology, and because of our uh, our our thirst as human beings to continuously be distracted and to feed our own uh, uh, ADD. I'll say. Speaking, you know, for myself, I will tell myself, don't take your phone out for the next half hour. And then in five minutes, I'm looking at my phone and I didn't even know I did it. 
Yeah, I didn't know yeah. I took it out. Um, so my question is, is the next generation, or is there going to be a generation within the next 10, 15 years that is completely Luddite, that just goes Henry Thoreau all the way and just gets rid of the phone and, you know, and, and, and starts to the, to the point where they're building log cabins, to the point where um, they're making their own butter. And I'm not, not, not in the, not in the, the weekend craftsman uh, style of, of our ilk, you know, in the Northwest, where yeah, I make my own candles kind but of like thing. like Captain Fantastic kind yes, of style. Yes, yes, But, I mean, even the youth, even the, and, and they're not taking pictures of themselves making this log cabin. They're not being like, check it out, you know, uh, timber all day, bro, or whatever, <laughs> hashtag. Uh, they're, they're just away, and they've kind of disappeared, and they're not, you know, and, and, and Instagram starts going on the decline, as does Facebook, as does Twitter, and, you know, that kind of thing. And and maybe that'll find a way to phase out 24-hour news cycles or whatnot, where you, where we just do not have uh, this dearth of moments of, of so peace. It's so funny, because you're basically, it's, it's like uh, like like an outtake from a Tyler Durden monologue <laughs> from Fight Club. <laughs> so I'm just protecting yeah, Portland. An, and I here. think you and me should fight right now. <laughs> no, what the... F- so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come over there with a pop with this uh, the app and, and uh, have I will you... I'll give it a truncated version okay. for sure. Is there a name for it to ask the question, Pop Oracle? Hey, Pop Oracle, will there be a generation of extreme luddites in the future because of the overreach of technology? Say its name. Let me let me try again. But Papa Larkall, if someone needs a band name, holy shit. Will there be a generation of extreme Luddites in the world's future?
living in a cottage near the ocean. Waves are crashing. See the garden that we planted. Seeds are sprouting. Nothing bad has Seem like they are all knowing. You read my soul, all my lies are showing. I reach for you to stroke your hair, then you have vanished into thin with the song Dreams. 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 And yes, that was Steve Poltz performing on Radio 8 Ball on Chaos on April 5th, 2005, the song Dreams. And that is now the answer to Matt Bronger's question about a generation of extreme Luddites. That's a resounding yes, oh, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. That and was perfect. What a beautiful vision. Oh, my it. God. What a great song. I never heard that before. Yeah, do you know Steve Poltz? No. He's a, he's a great songwriter out of San Diego. Okay. He had a band called The Rugburns that was really popular on the on the West Coast scene in okay. the 90s. And he's most famous. He wrote... Um, like wrote or co-wrote most of the songs on Jules' first record. Oh, is that right? Oh, so cool. uh, he's now living in Nashville. He's fantastic. Song what a writer. great song! Yeah, and it's just and it it actually uh, focused the kind of the object of my of my question too. That I was it. You kind of go well. Why is it bad that people are looking at these things all the time and just documenting but not creating? Because it saps your imagination. Mm-hmm. And that song is about imagination. That song is like I just want to dream and imagine. Also, in about connection, like yes. making a pie and growing yes. a garden and feeling the way, like being mm-hmm. in touch with the waves. Yeah, and... and the impermanence of time, of how you only have a certain amount of time. We only have a certain amount of time with each other, yeah. you know, with our friends, with our family, with a, with everyone. So it's, uh, oh man. And you know what? The, uh, that was there was great. the piece that was interesting. There was that line: "Nothing bad has happened," mm-hmm. and it's like 
I hadn't really thought about this, but in a world where you're connected to everything, there is never a day when something yeah. bad isn't happening. All, you're always aware of something terrible. <laughs> yeah. and it, like, and <laughs> Which is good and bad. It's but good. Yeah. Well, in a, like a hundred years ago, if you didn't know like who was suffering a thousand miles away from you, they didn't, people wouldn't say, oh, well, you're so privileged. You aren't. Yeah. You weren't paying attention to the people who are starving a thousand miles away from you. Mm-hmm. You were just living on, you're growing your garden, living where you are, and knowing yeah. about the bad things that happen in your neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you read the paper and you hear, you know, maybe you have some sense of that, but this yeah. daily sense of. <laughs> I'm just, you know, you had to take your fastest guy and go, hey man, run 26 miles until you're dead. But before you die, <laughs> yell this out. <laughs> Here's a piece of paper. We didn't lose the war. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God that guy ran himself to death. Yeah. Uh, but wow, that's you know. Uh, sometimes the answer is so perfect yeah. that it doesn't. Like I think everyone who was listening to that with that in their mind. Yeah. I mean, if really, if I was in, at home listening to this, mm-hmm. there was a. I was on. There was little, almost on the verge of a little bit. It got a little tear. Yeah, it's it was a, like it's a beautiful song and a yeah. beautiful sentiment. And I, you know, I, truth be told, I was listening to the the first segment and I was like, okay, yeah, I could see that being kind of an answer. And of course, this is all kind of ethereal anyway. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun, yeah, artistic exercise. I really like the. I really dig the hook of your thing, man. It's really cool. But you know, with this, I was like, how dead on does it get? I was like, wow, <laughs> that was like the arrow that split the arrow, <laughs> right, right there. That was that was so on the target, man. Well, awesome. Where can people find out about uh, Ding Dong Ding Donger with Matt Bronger? Well, you can just Ding go- Donger, Matt, Matt Bronger. But uh, Ben Wise wrote that one. Uh, he does all my stuff. Uh, shout out to Ben. Uh, yeah, you can just go to Feral Audio and, and and check it out. You can also find stuff on MattBronger uh, dot com, and uh, you can check out if I'm coming to your city anytime soon. So, yeah. And if you're walking by, if anyone happens to be walking by you on the street, they can give you a random death threat. Sure, you love them. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Tacoma. <laughs> Only in Tacoma. And you got to let your pants sag to the point where you, sh- as as Brian Pasang would p- put it, you show a little neck. So show a little neck. Yeah, it's like male cleavage. Yeah, if you know. Got it. You, there you go. Not yeah. my joke, but it's it's his term, and that guy was so excellent. Yeah, if you if you're willing to commit that much, throw the death threats on, out willy nilly for sure. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Man. Thank you, man. This is great. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball on Feral Audio. If you'd like more information about the Pop Oracle, please check out our website at Radio8Ball.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, about asking your own question on the podcast, and about our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed on Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. Until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Ball Show.